Russia's participation in the First World War was the main cause of the February-March 1917 revolution. To what extent do you agree with this statement? Time and time again, the obstinate refusal of the Tsarist regime to concede reforms turned what should have been a political problem into a revolutionary crisis. The Tsarist downfall was not inevitable, but its stupidity made it so. Nicholas II abdicated his throne in the mists of World War I. Even Lenin regards war as the midwife of history. In this podcast, we'll discuss the different causes of the February-March 1917 revolution, which led to the final crisis of autocracy in Russia. Let's begin by assessing World War I as one of the factors. During World War I, Russia experienced a severe financial catastrophe that shattered its previous stability. Despite the impressive financial standing in 1914, the war led to a significant rise in government spending, which caused Russia to abandon Sergei Witt's gold standard and resort to heavy borrowing. This heavy borrowing triggered rampant inflation in Russia, plunging the nation into economic chaos, particularly impacting town workers who faced unbearable living conditions. As well, the requisitioning of resources for the military resulted in a decline in agricultural and industrial production, leading to widespread famine in Russia. Yes, the pressure on the transportation system also led, led to the collapse of the Russian railway system, which further exacerbated these shortages of food and fuel in towns and cities. So overall, this dire situation caused by World War I made the population increasingly receptive to revolutionary ideas, fueling the February-March Revolution of 1917. But specific factors of the war's impact on the morale of the army uh, are very significant to uh, to the reasons of the revolution, right? Soldiers, uh, they fought under dreadful conditions and faced shortages of ammunition, footwear, and medical supplies. This would uh, contribute only to uh, the population's unrest if Nicholas II hadn't assumed personal command of the Russian army and linked uh, the survival of his regime to the military success. So as these military defeats mounted and the casualties within the Russian army increased, the soldiers and generals began questioning if they were indeed loyal to the Tsar as commander of the army. And as there came to Russia even more devastating news from the war front, coupled with trouble on the home on the home front, as we have addressed, such as the widespread famine and all this economic crises. This eroded the soldiers' respect for Nicholas II and ultimately contributed to their involvement in the protests against Sardom in 1917. So he no longer had an army to de defend himself with, and. I would say this is perhaps the most significant impact of World War One. Yes, uh, the Tsar uh, would be able to maintain a uh, autocracy if he had the army in his control. And ultimately, when uh, a leader loses uh, his military force, that's when he has no no way of stopping his demise, right? No way of maintaining his ultimate power. 
rights, but as well, the, the Tsarist autocracy was um, weak in, in accord, like when referring to Nicholas II himself. And historically, Tsardom in Russia had been very inefficient. So being objective, we don't know if war was the sole reason for revolution in 1917, because there was already growing up at opposition towards the Tsarist autocracy, towards this very conservative system of governments. Yes, it, it did contribute to this long-term discontent of the Russian population. Um, but regarding the Tsar's uh, actions within uh, this time period of war, uh, this opposition to his regime of further increased, right? He made several mistakes, um, like his reluctance to cooperate with, with the Zemsvos and non-governmental organizations, which were willing to collaborate in the national war effort at the outset of World War One. They were willing to um, leave this dispute uh, regarding autocracy to the side and focus uh, both efforts on uh, aiding the war, but Nicholas refused, right? Yeah, they even created a joint organization called the Zemgor um, to aid Russia during the war. And this even hinted at a possible alternative to Sardom, but Nicholas adamantly opposed such notions. He was still convinced at the idea of his divine right to rule and that autocracy had to prevail in Russia. As he also missed significant opportunities to work with the Duma, uh, such as when the progressive bloc proposed giving the Duma real power to instill public confidence in the government. Had he uh, agreed to these demands, maybe he could have minif minimized this opposition to the to the Tsarist uh, government. But he he refused. He rejected all of these demands, leading to the suspension of the Duma. Yeah, the Tsarist system was marred by historical repression, corruption, and these outdated practices. And the government brutally suppressed any opposition, leaving no room for grievances to be addressed. So the fact that he very openly said no to the Duma, said no to the Zemsfu, and said no to any representative form of government made it so it was clear to the oppositions that there was no space within the Tsarist autocracy for reforms, for a, a more democratic development. Yes, and the Lena Goldfield's massacre in uh, 1912, which killed 270 striking miners, uh, also exemplified the regime's oppressive nature and further fueled the public's discontent towards the Tsar. And this, together with attempts by Stolypin and Witt to maintain an autocratic government, which also ultimately served as the reason to the failure to the failed attempts uh, toward mo modernizing uh, Russia's economic and social problems. Yes, according to historian Orlando Figis, um, regardless of the war's occurrence, the Tsarist system preservation was untenable without essential reforms. So he follows the historical historical argument that, in a sense. The Tsarist regime was already in a path towards ending, in a path that would not be successful. 
and that war perhaps only made this path faster, only catalyzed the end of autocracy in Russia. Yes, his refusal to embrace these necessary changes and together with the outdated nature of the Tsar system itself, itself rendered revolution almost inevitable and even, even in the absences of World War I. But apart from um, the, the fact that the Tsar system was extremely backward, there was another facet of this time period, which was the fact that modernization was happening in Europe and the SAR system had to keep up with it. Yes, the countries like Britain and France, they had embraced modernization with democracies and parliaments, limiting the power of their monarchs and giving prominence to the middle classes. And that, that is what modernization needs, right? Um, industrial reforms can occur, agricultural reforms can happen as well. But if uh, the political system can't embrace this with, with change and giving power to the people as well, modernization can only serve as uh, a way to show the true ineffectiveness of the the political system right yes the the imperative of um modernization clashed with the autocratic system in russia and the industrialization that came with it further complicated matters as million of, of people from, from Russia moved from the rural areas to urban centers, and this gave even more rise to social tensions within Russia. Yes, uh, urbanization facilitated the ability of the working class to unite and organize in ways they couldn't as peasants, right? They were residing and toiling in dismal conditions and becoming increasingly dissatisfied. So with urbanization, they could seek this collective action with more ease. Yes. There was also this increasing demand, right, for an educated workforce, which also allowed for a larger portion of the population to challenge the government. Yes, the educated middle class started seeking a greater role in the government, and this prolonged buildup of discontent and the um need for a better representation fueled the emergence of organized opposition against the Tsar. So as Russia modernized, the sense of hostility towards Nicholas also grew steadily and served as a crucial factor in the outbreak of the 1917 revolution. Yes, this growing discontent and a desire for change, coupled with the changing demographics and the rise of an educated populace, created an environment ripe for revolutionary ideas to take root and flourish. But there was as well um, a problem with the, the government itself, which did not only entail um, Nicholas II at this point in time. Once he went to the war front, he left his wife, the Serena um, Alexandra, in charge of the nation. And as a German, there was, I think, popular hostility towards her because the population didn't know if they could effectively trust her as their um, temporary leader. 
Yes, this was met with uh, her government being marred by frequent changes in the ministers and her appointing Rasputin's friends, uh, which gained influential positions regardless of their qualifications, right? This this uh, relationship that she had with Rasputin also fueled uh, resentment amongst the nobility, right? Because of Rasputin's influence, he was perceived it as this malevolent mystic and these factors the fact that there was a german in charge of russia paired with rasputin that was perceived in this way um it eroded this unshakable myth that the tsar had the divine right to rule um and it sowed this seeds of discontent from um, the problems with modernization to the SARS weak leadership and the problems with World War I together and effectively brought everyone together, uh, everyone is in the whole um, opposition together in the March-February revolution. Yes, so overall, World War I was very important for the outbreak of the 1917 revolution. Uh, the Russians, the structure of the Russian society was put to test intensely, and uh, the Russian political, social, and economic arms were unable to meet the war's demand. Yes, but I would say it is undeniable that the magnitude of the damage done by war was only so due to the long-term factors such as the ruthless and ineffective Tsarist autocracy and this twisted road towards modernization. Yes, uh, perhaps a more accurate statement would be that World War I was a major catalyst to the 1917 revolution and less of a cause, right? This contributed with the other factors into making uh, the Tsarist government no longer an option for the Russian population and fueling the nature of the 1917, the February Revolution, right? The need to remove uh, Tsarist autocracy, to remove Nicholas from power. That is what truly stirred this, uh, this rising. <laughs> 